How to train your organisation on technical SEO with Tom Poole. The InSearch SEO podcast is brought to you by SimilarWeb, helping you build better SEO strategies with digital intelligence, insights and data. It's David. What are the key aspects of technical SEO that you need to incorporate into your training programme? That's what we're discussing today with a man who runs ridiculously long distances for fun so he can eat lots of cookies. Let's hope his cookie usage is compliant with the EU. He runs a number of training sessions for a wide range of audiences, including the advanced technical SEO training as part of Brighton SEO. He also leads in technical strategy for many of his agency's clients. A warm welcome to the InSearch SEO podcast, the technical and training director at Blue Array, Tom Poole. Hiya. Great to be here. Hey, Tom, thanks so much for joining. Well, you can find Tom over at bluearray.co.uk. So, Tom, today you're sharing how to train your organisation on technical SEO. So is it important for non-technical SEOs to learn about technical SEO? That is a fantastic question. Absolutely, yes. I think that anybody who is in the SEO space, regardless of the kind of niche that you're in, so whether you're in content, you, you know, you, you work in kind of digital PR or even, you know, just general kind of SEO, I think it's absolutely important to have that technical SEO foundation. Typically for uh, the SEO industry, we've got those three pillars, right? So we've got technical content and links, and you can't really have a really good, really well-performing website um, without one of those kind of pillars. And that's kind of where technical SEO is probably the strongest, you know, it's the foundation that you build these links and content on. Without a technical SEO foundation that is strong, you're not going to be able to get content that performs as well as it could. You can get all the links in the world, but if Google can't crawl, index, render, and understand the content that's in place on your site, they're not going to be able to kind of uh, rank it and perform it as well as perhaps you'd like. And having a strong technical SEO foundation is so key for full performance there. Hence, being able to understand like technical SEO, not advanced technical SEO, that's something completely different, but kind of the technical SEO basics. That's something that, you know, I would recommend that anybody in kind of the SEO industry ha has knowledge of. So you said a couple of times there, anyone in the SEO space, it's important for them to learn the technical SEO basics. Would you extend that to anyone in the marketing space? Is it important them for them to know about the basics of technical SEO? Arguably, yes, particularly if they're working with anything on a website. Uh, if they're in more perhaps traditional marketing, it's worth understanding the basics to understand how that kind of feeds into the wider marketing piece. But I would say anybody who works anywhere near a website should understand a little bit about technical SEO and then SEO kind of by extension of that. So even developers, for instance, who create websites, who work on clients' websites, we'd recommend that they uh, do have that kind of technical SEO foundation. So how do you go about building a training plan? Is it, is it bespoke according to the audience? Yes, absolutely it is. So you mentioned in the intro for me, alongside the fact that I run ridiculously long distances, that I also run training sessions as part of Brian SEO. Uh, and they are incredibly kind of bespoke to a wider audience. As part of those training sessions, I've had people who are in-house, who are, you know, agency-based, um, are freelancers, are just starting out in SEO have been working in SEO for 10 years, like we've got a massive range of people. So kind of catering to that audience can be quite tricky. You've got to make sure that the content is of a level that it's good for beginners, 
but it also contains like little tidbits of information that really help those who have been in the industry for a longer period of time. So that's, that's one example there. But if you're say, perhaps training someone in-house, uh, say, you know, you're the technical SEO in your company and you'd like to train your SEO team or your digital PR team, or maybe even your developers on technical SEO, that's something that you've got to approach in a different way, dependent on that audience. Um, a developer, for instance, you, they might be quite happy to go into the really deep technical nitty gritty detail. Whereas if you're training like a more generalist marketing manager, someone who just wants that high level, you can just provide them with that high level information. You don't need to go into the ins and outs of like cookie usage or, you know, really specific like X robots tags, for instance, you don't have to kind of provide that deep level knowledge to them. Yeah. It massively depends on the, on the audience. Okay. Okay. So that's great. Um, obviously finding the things that, that appeal to different audiences. How long do different training sessions need to be for people who aren't SEO? So maybe talking about developers to begin with, if you're, if you're training developers on SEO, uh, how long does it need to be and, and how often does it need to be? Well, again, depends on their kind of background of information. If they know literally nothing about SEO besides what it stands for, so search engine optimization, right? You know, they don't really know about the kind of three pillars. Typically, we recommend just splitting it up into like half hour sessions. Keep it bite sized, keep it like really easy to absorb information. The last thing anybody wants, particularly someone who doesn't know a topic, is to have to sit through a six hour training session. They'll be pay attention for possibly the first, first and last 10 minutes, and then that's it. Um, they'll switch off throughout the day. Typically, we find having like those short bite sized sessions are the best, um, particularly for knowledge retention. So, as an example, kind of taking away from that, the, the developer uh, one there, but for our internal staff, where perhaps their technical SEO knowledge isn't as kind of more specialist as perhaps it could be. You know, we've got great internal SEOs here at Blue Array, and a lot of them have really generalist knowledge. A lot of them have specialist knowledge as well. But for those that don't necessarily have technical knowledge, we typically find having like 15 to 25 minute training sessions being the perfect kind of length of time. Um, and that includes like a kind of a short activity. Uh, maybe also something where there's like a bit of audience interaction. So if we're training more than one person, you know, we're doing like a group training session, having like a group interaction session is typically the best. And that's kind of where we actually see the most value is where they kind of speak to each other. You know, we go into like breakout rooms or something like that. Or, you know, if we're doing it in person, we'll kind of you know, talk as if we're, you know, we'll talk together rather than me kind of training or talking at people for 25 minutes. We kind of try and encourage audience interaction. So where they're talking to each other, you know, speaking with each other with each other about their own opinions, about their own experiences. And that's typically the bit that we find the most value is that kind of that interaction where we can kind of build on that organic conversation. Cause it's a conversation they want to be having, you know, they're bringing up the points they want to be talking about. Therefore they're going to find that more, more, um, more useful. That's incredible. So in 15 minutes to half an hour, that's, um, it seems like a very short period of time, certainly. Maybe that's why I went wrong in the past. I, I think my shortest session was about an hour and a half long when I was uh, doing SEO training sessions. So uh, very short to get that retention. Is that face-to-face -face training you're talking about? That's both. So at the moment, we do some face-to-faces, mostly for internal staff, at least. It's all online. So I run a weekly training session for the entire agency. So anybody can join, you know, whether they're available at that time. It's at the same time every week. So it's Wednesday at 3 p.m. Anybody in the agency can join and I'll be speaking on a number of different technical SEO topics. These topics are kind of kind of bite-sized, right? So in a previous week, I've done intro to Python for SEO or in another week, I've done regex for SEO. So it's like these kind of small bite-sized topics where anybody can join join at that kind of at that kind of time. 
So would you encourage any head of SEO within an organisation to, to mimic that training structure and perhaps do have a half hour open slot every, every week? Uh, yeah, I would kind of, for the first few, at least have a defined topic. So say this week, I'm going to be talking about this topic or the next, you know, the next kind of two or three weeks, these are the topics I'm going to be talking about. This is the time that I'm going to be available. Attend if you can. It's completely open. I would always prepare material beforehand. So for these sessions that I run, I have like a slide deck. Typically it's about 10, 15, maybe 20 slides that I kind of run through. So there's that material that can be provided afterwards. We also record the sessions. So anybody who wasn't able to make it can watch it through in their own time. And then we also upload those sessions to something that we call an internal academy where we have all of these sessions kind of hosted. So if anyone were to join the business at a later on date, we can refer them back to a training session that we ran, say, you know, three or six months ago, provided it's obviously, you know, still valuable. Um, and that also gives us the ability to track who watches which session, right? So they've got to log in with their kind of internal uh, login. So their at Blu-ray email address, for instance, to be able to get access to these sessions. Then we can see how long they spend on them. You know, if people are actually watching these sessions, if they're valuable, if there's a session that perhaps has a lot of kind of uh, people revisiting it, rewatching it over time, it might be worth kind of revisiting that topic again, you know, just kind of sending out a kind of a, a bit more kind of further information around it. On this internal academy, we also have like uh, relevant information. So links to further resources, other recordings, other blog posts, other kind of like podcasts, webinars, any sort of like kind of further information that can kind of further a person's to uh, uh, knowledge about that specific topic. So if someone just wants a broad introduction to SEO, do you run a longer SEO 101 introductory session or do you just refer them to previously uh, published material? So a bit of both. I guess a good example here is our induction process. So we have that kind of intro to SEO, right? Most people should understand SEO if they're coming to work for us, um, at least from a high level. But if they want that kind of more in-depth intro to SEO, we do offer that. We also offer kind of the external training. We do SEO auditing at Brighton SEO as well. That's run by uh, Blue Array as well, not by myself, um, it's, but it's run by us as well. Um, and as part of that, we have like an intro to SEO kind of section of that. And that kind of goes into a little bit more of the detail. Uh, for our clients as well, I guess there's a few different formats of training we're talking about here. So we've got the, the internal where you're training your internal staff. Uh, the external, where you're training kind of peers in the industry. So this is the Brighton SEO training. And then we've also got like our client training. So as part of being a client of Blue Array, you're able to have access to the expertise that we have through the format of training sessions. And they're incredibly bespoke, right? So they're exactly targeted to that specific client. If they're an e-commerce client in a specific space, we'll target the training to them. Um, that'll be like a longer format. We'll have like a couple of training days that will be split out into, you know, one hour slots where we've got kind of specific topics we're talking about. And as part of that, we will have that intro to SEO just to ensure that everybody who is in that kind of in that training day, in that training format is kind of on the same level. You know, we want everyone to kind of understand the basics before we go into the more advanced stuff. For the advanced technical SEO training session, because it's an advanced session, we don't typically have that kind of intro to SEO as we'd expect people to already understand that. It's kind of taken as a given, if you will. But there is, of course, you know, huge amounts of resource, not only internally, but, you know, out there uh, um, that we'd recommend as well as part of, you know, understanding and getting a greater understanding of, of SEO. So I've been 
fortunate enough to work for a, a professional training organization. And I've delivered a lot of digital marketing training beforehand. And then when I worked for them, I discovered a lot more about things like short attention spans, um, different learning methods, and also setting objectives for training as well. Do you set different objectives uh, for your training sessions as well? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So for the little training sessions I run internally, so the half hour bite-sized sessions, I will say at the, at the beginning, this is what we're going to be learning about, and this is what I'd like you to get out of the session. So, you know, I'd like to be able to understand more about Python. I'd like to be able to, you know, write a basic program in an IDE, you know, understand like kind of a few key topics. Then at the end, we then summarize it saying, hey, we've gone through this, you know, just to kind of reiterate everything that we've done. As part of the wider or the larger training sessions, so the ones we do for our clients or for industry peers, we set kind of objectives at the very beginning of the day, saying this is the objective of the day. This is what we'd like to kind of get out of it. You know, a greater understanding of technical SEO. We then go around the room and then ask individuals what they would like to get out of the day. So what, why are they specifically here? Like what, you know, we'll, we'll go to each individual person. What's your name? Where are you from? You know, what's your favorite part about SEO? And then why are you here today? You know, it's kind of a traditional icebreaker, if you will. And we find that that is really valuable because they've already, you know, we, we make sure that we kind of cover the information they've asked to kind of you know, effectively ask to go through. And when we come to that section of the day where, you know, the, say a specific individual wanted to learn more about Core Web Vitals, when we come to that section, we, we directly say, hey, to this person, hey, David, for instance, you really wanted to learn about this. This is the section that's going to apply most to that specific thing. And we've tried to make it more targeted to you. For the uh, the peer peer to peer training, we also reach out beforehand and ask them for that kind of you know what are you aiming to get out of the day, so we can actually prepare that material in advance, so they can understand you know we're we're trying to make this as as targeted to you as possible, so you get the most value out of it as possible. Um, but yeah, objective setting is so important. So you've, you've obviously delivered SEO training for quite a while. Your process is, is very much evolved and honed. What about if an SEO manager is listening to this and they haven't actually delivered a training session yet? They're, they're a little bit nervous of delivering a training session. Are there any tips that you can offer them as a first step, as a first type of training session they should perhaps try and deliver? Yeah, there's a couple of tips. So there's, there's two ways I'd approach it, right? Either I would do it on a topic that you really know, um, so a topic that you feel comfortable talking about it doesn't have to be anything big, right? It could be literally something as small as how to optimize a JPEG image. It could be like really, really specific. It doesn't have to be like a massive JavaScript rendering kind of style training session. Like I, can, I think that specific is really important when it comes to building these training sessions. You want to make sure that what you're talking about, you know, it's, um, it's defined. You don't want it to be as loose as, you know, as I said, JavaScript and SEO because you could take that training session a huge different number of ways. And the people who are going to be attending it could also interpret that as being a different training session as to what it actually is. If you leave there to be no kind of question about what it's about, that helps with your creating it as well as people who are going to be kind of reviewing it later on. The other way of doing it, which I, I don't know if I'd recommend, is to choose a topic you don't know much about so that then you, you're kind of forced to learn about it and then through your learnings, you also then get to communicate your own learnings to the people you're training. That can be really valuable if you're kind of, you don't know much about a topic and the people you're training don't know anything about it. That can be really valuable there because it's kind of a, it's a learning experience you're going through together. And it also shows that it's not as complicated as perhaps it might initially seem. You know, if you're able to learn about it in say an hour's prep time, 
um, for a training session, that might be really valuable for other people to say, okay, you put together this training session in an hour. If you can do that in an hour, imagine what I can do in an hour, you know, so it can be really valuable um, from that approach. So there's a couple of different approaches there. Um, in regards to other tips, I'd just say, just do it. That's kind of like the, the, the big one, right? And if you're thinking about doing it, just do it. Like the worst that can happen is that one person attends and they get some value out of it. That's excellent. As long as it, like one person gets any sort of value out of it, that's, that's the, that's the main thing. That's kind of what I tell myself at the beginning of like these big kind of training sessions. Like you said, you know, I've, I've done a few training sessions for the last like kind of like five years, probably more than a few. Before each one, I always think what happens if no one gets any value out of it? And I do have that kind of voice at the back of my head saying, you know, are you going to be able to deliver value to these people? And I keep saying to myself, you know, the only thing you need to do is to make one person learn one thing, then your job is done. And I think that's one, one thing that's like worth kind of bearing in mind there. A lot of great advice there. Thank you. Well, let's finish off with... The Pareto Pickle. So Pareto says that you can get 80% of your results from 20% of your efforts. What's one SEO activity that you would recommend that provides incredible results for modest levels of effort? Oh, I have a few opinions here. Uh, let's go for one that... Okay, so internal linking. Probably the number one thing that I'd recommend. This probably has come up. I think this has come up before as part of this. But internal linking is probably the most important thing that you can kind of optimize and change. Yeah, I think that that is something that is incredibly pivotal, particularly when it comes to, say, anchor text optimization. Screaming Frog do a fantastic crawler um, that I'm sure most people have heard of um, that allows you to crawl your site and then extract any kind of instances of anchor text uh, that point to specific pages. They also offer a feature that allows you to see where anchor text isn't optimized. So where perhaps click here or... And for more information, click, you know, that sort of anchor text optimization and making sure that the, that is optimized, is updated to something that's a bit more valuable towards the page that you're pointing it to. That's something we've seen massive wins off the back of. So for a number of our clients, we saw a huge amount of kind of increased um, search visibility purely based off of anchor text optimization. Um, it's just making sure that what we're pointing to a page with makes sense. You know, we're not using like 25 different variations of the same anchor text. You know, it's just making sure that it's more more relevant towards that specific page that we're we're targeting. Yes, internal linking has certainly come up m multiple times before, but that's to emphasize its importance. Mm. So, and another Absolutely. great. Um, I love the fact that so even though you talk about um, a topic that seems exactly the same, everyone comes up with a slightly different UK scenario or an example why and how, how to use that. And your example of using. Screaming Frog to identify the link text is, 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 is great and useful as well. I've been your host, David Bain. You can find Tom Poe over at bluearray.co.uk. Tom, thanks so much for being on the InSearch SEO podcast. And thank you for listening. Check out all the previous episodes and sign up for a free trial of the Similar Web platform over at similarweb.com.